Welcome to the Ride of My Life podcast. I'm Caroline Rena, and I'll be sharing with you what it's like as I go out on the road while working through the emotions and challenges that go along with it. As I develop my knowledge and awareness, I hope to connect with you on this journey. Hey everyone, I'm Caroline Rena. Welcome to the Ride of My Life podcast. This is season two, episode one, and I was able to take, or I needed to take a bit of a break, uh, about a week or so in between to finish getting ready, um, taking care of the stuff I needed to buy and sell and all the stuff I was working on. And um, even some of the you know, anxiety or whatever that I was going through about leaving, those types of things. So um, <clears throat> I just wanted to share what's been going on between then, between the time uh, before I left, when I left and, and now. And um, I can tell you that, uh, and, and a lot of people wouldn't um, probably get, you know, the, the understandings of of the trappings of, of the uh, feeling of trauma within the body, which is what I'm uh, coming into contact with right now and learning about and um, working through little by little. But there are things that are apparently, <laughs> there are things in our, um, not necessarily our psyche, but our physiology that are very, very deep and they've held on for a long time. And there are things that, you know, like when you are, when, when I am feeling anxious or, you know, when I was getting ready to leave and saying goodbye to my friends and, and um, it, it was really, really like, I could feel my body just kind of tightening up and I could feel it shaking inside. And I've learned since I started all this stuff that the best thing for me to do is exercise because it gets that energy out of me. And, um, I haven't really had time to do that as much as I could. Um, and I have had time. And in some cases, um, when you're right in the middle of feeling these feelings coming up and the emotions and the, and the, you know, anxiety or whatever, sometimes you just don't want to, you know, and um, I ran into that. And uh, so basically what was going on was, um, now just to give you an example, I am not on the road. I'm not on the road, you know, full time. I am right now uh, prepping all these things because I want to do something later, which will probably, which will bring me out on the road, maybe more full time. And in the meantime, what I'm doing is just doing my healing work to bring me to that point, because I'm pretty sure where I'm at right now, that um, being on the road full time is not would not be a positive thing for, for, um, well, not, how do I say this? It's not really negative. It's more like the anxiety is not going to help, you know, to be out there full time. Um, there are a lot of things that you need to know. There's a lot of things that you have to be prepared for. I learned an awful lot about, you know, especially winter full time, um, People who are out there nomading it full time in the winter, they are using things like reflectix because windows in, in, in the wintertime get very cold. And um, 
Reflectix is an insulator that is used in homes, but people will buy it to cut out to, to the shapes of the windows to help insulate the inside of the uh, vehicle. And it's a very interesting um, process that, that a lot that these that these uh, folks are doing that they go through and you know yeah you see all these great beautiful pictures of these van life you know van life things and whatever and that's not I've talked to a lot of people and that's not that that's some cases that's cases where you know they may not necessarily be out on the road full time and they might I don't know but that's an easy way of doing it that's when you're in a good space and you know you're just doing traveling like you would do in in life um, I did want to clarify, I, uh, for some of you, I've been asked if this uh, van behind me is mine. It's not. It was a picture I found, but I thought it was kind of cool. So, you know, it, it works for what it works for. So um, anyway, I do have a Subaru that I'm driving in right now, um, which is wonderful. But I'll also share that part of the story, too. So um, so what happened was I actually left on the 10th, which was last, which was Monday a week ago. And that was an interesting uh, trip. Uh, I had plenty of opportunities to lose it because now I'm, here I am, you know, leaving. And um, I basically, you know, got in my car, everything was going great, everything was on time, which is one of my, one of my, uh, things in life is, you know, I have a belief system that I have to, that I don't have enough time to do things. So I was concerned a bit about the drive because I didn't know how or what or, you know, whatever. So I'm trusting, working with the trust and all this stuff. Anyway, so I get in the car, I go to the gas station, everything's great. I turn the car back on after getting gas and um, my Apple CarPlay, which is part of the system, in the car wouldn't work. And of course, in normal circumstances, not driving, you know, however many 800 miles, that would have been okay because I'm sure I would have figured something out. However, I'm getting ready to leave. I don't have a GPS system other than looking down on my phone um, to drive. So my brain starts going a little bit and it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be um, as far as, you know, figuring all this stuff out and getting getting anxious about not having a GPS that I could, you know, look at without having to look down. And I really wanted the music, you know, something to keep me awake the whole time, whatever. So it stopped working. And um, I was able to uh, reach out to a friend for some, you know, breathing guidance, you know, that type of thing, you know, kind of a little bit of help. And also I was able to gently guide myself through something that, may have could, could have gotten much worse but it didn't so all that's good stuff so anyway um uh i i <laughs> i had read in one of my books that i that i uh, have been looking at it's actually it's a good it's called hang on i have it right here and here i go dipping into the bottom this is it's called it's a good book for those of you who have may have or think you have complex PTSD. Um, it's not going to work. But here it is. Homesteading in the calm eye of the storm. And it's written by, let's see if we can get his name up there. Nope, nope. Pete Walker. He's a therapist. This happens to be his um, memoir. 
and everything that he went through and how he got out of it. He became a psychotherapist and it's a really good story. But anyway, um, so there's a, a quote in there that part of a quote that I, that I found, I didn't do the whole thing where I said, <laughs> um, when traveling is made too easy and comfortable, it's spiritual meaning is lost. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that's perfect. So um, there's quite a bit of that going on with the spirituality of this. And with trauma, there's quite a bit of the physiological response of the fears or anything that comes up also. So that's kind of what I've been um, um, looking at on this part of the trip. Um, anyway, so I ended up leaving and becoming two hours behind. So it normally would have taken about 60 minutes to get from South Florida to a place called Vero Beach and to the Subaru dealership there to find out what was going on. Um, I ended up having to stop and, you know, calm down and, you know, because I didn't know what was going on or what was about to happen or whatever. So I walked through it, yay, good news. And um, I could have used my Atlas, which I've had since 2006 when I bought it. And I forgot I had it. The challenge would have been though, what I do with this Atlas is I mark out everywhere that I've been in the US along the, um, the roads as best I can because they're hard to see in an Atlas compared to they're more specific obviously in GPS and then the actual towns that I've been to. So I forgot I had that. So that wasn't an option, but I just wanted to share that I use that. I think it's kind of cool that I've, I've kept it all these years. And um, so needless to say, like I said, I was two hours behind. Um, I ended up stopping at the Vero Beach Subaru dealership and uh, was looking to talk to just even one of, one of the um, salesmen because I had called the, the uh, service department and um, they, that was, that was just a strange you know, they were like, oh, I don't know what's going on. And I just asked if I could, you know, bring it in. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're backed up for two days or something. So it's a small area. I guess it's a small dealership. So I'm like, all right, fine. I'll just talk to, talk to the um, salesperson. So he was really nice. He came outside with me and said, hey, you know, I'll just, uh, I'll just um, plug my phone in and we'll see, you know, what's going on. So... <laughs> So we walk outside and here's where spirituality comes in or spiritual connections and you know all that kind of stuff. I sit down behind the seat or in the driver's seat. And he tells me, you know, go ahead and start your car. And I had this like revelation. I looked over at him and I said, you do realize, and this has happened many times before for me. And I said, you do realize that because you're standing there, um, this is gonna work. And lo and behold, turn the engine on and here pops up the Apple CarPlay and everything's good to go and I can take a deep breath and here I'm on my way. I'm still two hours behind. The intention was that I was gonna stop in South Carolina and spend the night. However, here's this next part of the story. So um, I, uh, what was I gonna, oh, I, I think like the newer cars are totally magical 
Um, and I thought there might have been something going on with the car. And there was also something else because it was raining when I left Florida a little bit. And I, I kept getting a light coming on. So the car has these eyes that like when you're when you're um, in cruise control, the eyes check in front to make sure that you don't get too close to the car in front of you and it slows you down. So I get this light signal coming on saying, well, it's off. And I'm like, but I didn't touch anything. <laughs> so, so I'm like, that's going on too. And I found, I came to find out that that's actually when it's raining, it, the rain gets on in front of, you know, the lights and, and it doesn't, um, it doesn't register. So I thought it was mechanical. It was not. We're all good with that. So the magic of the computer systems and the cars are beautiful and they're also temperamental. And I, I came up with, there was a temperamentality uh, with this, uh, you know, with these things that came up. And so um, I, older cars make more sense to me. You know, I mean, you don't have all these gadgets and whatever, whatever. And computers are great, but when it doesn't work, you're, you can't do anything else. You can't even ba barely go back to the way you could have used it in another car. I had another car that was um, uh, a Jetta, an older Jetta. So when you plug your phone in, you can still, you know, put the put it onto the, um, I had it on the dashboard on a, a thing, but you can't do that in the Subaru because if you put it on the vent, it knocks into the um, screen and it messes with the screen and it doesn't work that way. So you can't put it up. You can't, it, it's just, it was a mess. So luckily everything worked out and beautifully. And um, anyway, um, by the time I got done with all that, it was nine o'clock. I had actually left the house at 6.15 and um, managed to start uh, continuing my drive. So it's getting colder as I drive up north, not horribly. I mean, it went down to like the 60s from 78 when I left in Florida and dropped down to the 60s in northern Florida and then a little bit colder in Georgia. And um, then <laughs> when I got to South Carolina, it dropped down to 36 degrees and I'm like, oh my God, you know, because I haven't seen or been in cold weather for six years. So it was like, yeah, okay, I know. What are you thinking? You know, whatever. It's all right. This is part of the process. <laughs> so my desire to break free from these um, flashbacks or the body flashbacks, the physiological flashbacks that my body gets from, the, from trauma way fully outweighed all this other stuff. And so by the time I got to South Carolina, I still had plenty of daylight. So I decided I'd just keep going and it was too cold. And I didn't have the, like I explained, the, um, the insulation for the windows and all that stuff. And I'm like, okay, so that's a good motivator. And I just kept driving. And I kept in touch with um, my friend who I was driving towards um, in North Carolina. And um, I knew he had to work the next day and I was like trying to push it and I didn't want to get out of the car because A, it was cold, B, I wanted to keep driving. And so little by little, my body starts getting, oh, you know, so it, it was an interesting experience. Like, you know, I mean, it was a lot. And the total amount of time took about 18 hours where um, from the time I left 6.15 to the time I got there at 11.30, I think it was 18. I can't add like that right now. 
anyway, I got there and um, he was up and he helped me bring my stuff in. And then when he went, because he had to get up early in the morning, he had people, you know, to meet, whatever. And um, I wanted to go, I just wanted to go to bed, get it over with, and I'm done. And I was achy, but I, like I said, I'm like, I couldn't even barely touch myself. The good news is um, I got to the Outer Banks. That's where, that's where I ended up staying. And there's an energy there. I mean, even, even with all the years that I haven't been there, you know, I mean, I, I was there with my, with my kids. I was there with, uh, one of my, or my ex-husband, I was there by myself. Um, and it always brought something out of me, um, like a, like creativity, you know, I could write, I wrote poems, everything over there. So I don't know what it is about that place, but there's something about it, about it. Some people would say it's a good vortex. I don't know for sure. I never really researched that there. Um, but time spent in the outer banks in the dead of winter was my um, opportunity to start to, you know, settle down. It was, it was, he called it a mini vacation. I'm like, yeah, because I'm getting ready to go to, you know, travel on uh, to West Virginia. <laughs> and that becomes my um, healing journey after I left. So um, more to come on that. Uh, I, I'm writing it out right now just to be able to uh, share that with you, the next steps of that, of that piece of the journey. What I can tell you is going back again, always, 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 if your physiology, if you're traumatized or have been traumatizing your life and your physiology is like taking over, breath work is a huge deal. It's a huge deal. It's so helpful. It calms the nervous system down. And there are plenty of other um, things that you can do that I'm uh, learning. Um, but I want to make sure I understand some of the stuff on how to do it. And then I can hopefully share that with you once I get it. And, but breathing is, is a necessity. Um, we don't know, we were never taught how to breathe correctly. And basically what, um, we are, most of us are shallow breathers. So we don't get the depth of the, of the oxygen into the entire body system. And what I have discovered so far is, um, the physiology of trauma is deep. And it's not the easiest thing to um, break through. Where emotional, mental trauma, there's, there's, um, and, and how you were, you know, raised and what kind of situation you were raised. I mean, there's so many different things that that come into play with with trauma, and it's just something that I say just. Be gentle with yourself. And I'm saying this to me as much as I am to you. Being gentle with yourself, um, breathing a lot, knowing that, or, or at least learning to know that there is positivity on the other side where it's not a horrible, horrible, you know, life crushing thing. It, it, it feels that way when you're in your body re experiencing trauma. But it's not that way. Um, and I'm learning a few things also. I was listening to um, 
a recording yesterday uh, from NCIBM, which is actually for therapists, but it's it's inf interesting information on trauma. It's it's very clinical, so it doesn't necessarily fit in with a lot of what I do because I'm a coach, but it does fit in with understanding of what's happening to me. And I love doing research, so you know what's happening in the brain and and all that kind of stuff. So um, if you really are getting like these feelings in your body and you don't know what's going on. I, from my perspective, would suggest that you just do some, um, just to understand what's happening, I guess. I mean, don't, don't make it to the point where um, you like start to think that you have these things going on because sometimes that'll happen if you do too much research and you're like, oh my God, I have that. And oh my God, I have that. Oh my God, I have that that's not what this is about. This is about like an understanding of what's happening inside. If, if you're in, into that stuff, if not, then don't, definitely don't do it. Um, but anyway, that's for me. I, that's what I, that's what my interests are. Um, yeah. So, so far, so good. Um, walking through some things, learning some things about myself and, I'm not sharing those things yet because they're, I'm still in it and it's not going to be helpful to anyone for me to um, explain it if I don't really understand what the outcome is when the outcome happens. And uh, so I think that that should be about it for now. Um, I'm going to be here for a bit. Uh, it did snow, so I'm kind of snowed in, <laughs> which is fine because it's like a, a retreat and a hibernation and a healing thing all at the same time. So it's perfect uh, right now. Um, so I think that's about it. And I'm very grateful that you are here and um, that you are following this. And um, if you are one of these people that are traumatized, know that I totally understand uh, from my perspective what it's about. And uh, I wish you the best and just keep on breathing, people. <laughs> That's all I got to say. So hope you have a wonderful uh, day wherever you are. And um, I look forward to seeing you next week on episode two, season two. Okay. All right. Take care. Bye. Thank you.